Hi, it's Hayden Williams here. It's another episode of the Man in the Mirror podcast. Now you're in the right place if you're interested in skincare, grooming, fragrance. And each week I talk to a male guest about their life and about work and about some of those key items on their bathroom shelf, those things they, they can't do without and they use in their morning and evening routines. And, and hopefully they pass on a few sort of tips and tricks along the way. Now... This week, my guest is Raphael Babalola, who is one of the co-founders of a brand called Temple Skincare. Um, I came across Raphael and Temple on Dragon's Den, actually. I was watching idly um, earlier in the year, and Raphael and his co-founder, Adam Hutchinson, were pitching in the den, and um, it really caught my attention because it was skincare. Um, it's a skincare range for men of colour, and they did so well in their pitch it's brilliant. I urge you to to have a look if you can find it on iPlayer or YouTube or somewhere like that. But um, they ended up getting, well, spoiler alert, they ended up getting investment from Stephen Bartlett, who I think was probably their sort of ideal dragon. But so much to talk about. And I, I reached out to, to Raphael and Adam and, and I was really keen to, to get them on the podcast. It felt like they were the perfect guests. Such an interesting story to tell about why they're doing what they're doing, how they got to do it, and and how it's all going. So um, I got to speak to Raphael a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, Temple has a, a cleanse, tone, and moisturize products specifically made for men of color. And I think you know, as you'll hear from Raphael in in the chat, you know, it, it's as much about representation as it is you know that there's actual ingredients in there that work well for for men of color. So it was really interesting to to talk to him about all of that stuff oh and listen to um at the end when i come back on because i've got a 15 percent discount code for the temple site which I'll, I'll sort of i'll put on my socials and on my post but i'll also mention it at the end of the podcast as a little incentive to stick around so without further ado it's rafael babalola who is one of the co-founders of temple skincare let's go Welcome on to Man and Mirror. It's Hayden Williams here. And this week I'm joined by Raphael Babalola, who is one of the co-founders of Temple, which is uh, a men's skincare brand. And um, yeah, as I mentioned in the intro, I was alerted to this brand by Dragon's Den, of all things, where um, Raphael and his co-founder, Adam, were pitching in the den, which I'm sure we'll get into. But first of all, hi, Raphael. How are you? I'm really well, uh, Hayden. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, really looking forward to this. Yeah, great. And I just think, you know, it seemed like uh, it seemed like this was meant to be in that the podcast covers off talking to men about, you know, fragrance, skincare, grooming and, you know, the stories of their their business and personal life and entrepreneurship and all that stuff. And, and all that stuff seems to be kind of wrapped up in in the story of Temple and some of which you, you mentioned on Dragon's Den. But the first thing, it'd be, it'd be great to, to find out about when you came up with Temple, which if people haven't heard of it, it's sort of three, currently a three-step program for sort of men of color, a cleanse tone and, and moisturize. What, what was it about the current products in the market? I mean, and what, what was missing for, for men of color with, with skincare? What did you want to address with that? I think that the sort of first thing that was really glaring and obvious to me was a lack of representation. Right. I think my, my, my experience are like, background so i grew up in a house where you know predominantly women so i've got a mom two sisters uh versus me and my pops so the women win yeah, yeah. yeah um 
but they they always had products around the house. I I, I always kind of like experiment with stuff, and I was always like curious, like okay, like I come to you guys have stuff that you're using for your face instead of just using the soap or like the shower gel or whatever else it may be. So yeah, growing up when I'd have people sort of asking me like, oh, like why you know why does your skin look like this or what are you using? Blah, blah, blah. And then I started doing searches online to then find other brands and like that, that I could sort of tell people to use. It was just, it was just obvious. There was like nobody that looked like me. Nobody looked like my friends. And and that was the moment where it was like, oh, like why 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 is this the case? And what started off with me just realizing, okay, I'm not represented in any of this. Then went into me actually figuring out, okay, what's inside of these products and what are the things that we struggle with. So yeah. You know, I started working in a retail shop where we had to shave. And if you came into work with any facial hair, they they would literally give you a shaving stick on the spot and say, oh, really? go to the bathroom. Yeah, I won't mention who the brand is, but I mean, yeah, there's there's a Netflix documentary about about them and some of their practices. But hey, but yeah, you know, they, they, <laughs> they'd make guess. a shave on the spot. Obviously, for, for me, with coarse hair, that would mean I'd get ingrown hairs. Yeah. You know, like it really nasty stuff. So then... The idea of Temple then kind of got like crystallized when I'd go into stores and say, hey, like I've got ingrown hairs, like, you know, is there anything that you can recommend for me to use? Wow. They just wouldn't know what to suggest. They, they wouldn't know what to suggest, wouldn't know how to treat it, wouldn't necessarily even understand what was going on in my face. And it was just, it was just a combination of the two. It was one, I already feel like I'm not seen by the brands and the industry as a whole. And then when I go into retail stores and say, hey, like this is, this is what, you know, I, I need help with. Yeah. No one really knows what to suggest. Yeah. And that's where the idea was birthed of, okay, this brand needs to exist. Got it. Um, so you were getting sort of razor, you were getting like the, the razor bumps and, and sort of, you know, yeah, bumps exactly. under the skin. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I've got sort of thicker hair as well. And, it, you know, I'm, I've got obviously maybe some of these issues that are, are more prevalent in, in men of color, but I guess any kind of coarse hair, this is going to be an issue, isn't it? With exactly. ingrowing hair and, and, and obviously the, the fact that men's skin is patently different to women's skin anyway, and yep. you know, thicker and more, exactly. more oil and all, all those things. Exactly. So your, your background was, was retail then that you're not from a sort of skincare or, or all that side of the industry. So like my background, I guess like growing up, like, you know, your, your first couple of jobs, like when you're, when you're going through college and then, you know, going through university. So yeah, it was kind of like retail stuff. After that, I ended up, so it's funny, I like straight out the gate started a, a business. Like I think entrepreneurship has always been something that sort of been like something that intrigued me. I don't think at first it was conscious enough to be, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I think I just enjoyed the, the concept of, okay, something doesn't exist. I think it can solve a problem and I'm going to go about like doing something about it. Yeah. So that's what happened straight out of uni. And then it eventually led me down the path of working for like tech startups. Um, oh, okay. But, yeah. And I spent a lot of my time there. So like a lot of it was centered around like anything kind of like commercials, like sales, partnerships, did some investor relations stuff. But that was really like my, I guess like my second university in terms yeah, of understanding yeah. products and sales and building a team and and raising money and all of these different things. Um, and then just before Temple, I then went to the other side of things. I went into a corporate environment, worked for one Did of the you? big four. Yeah, <laughs> not much to say on that. <laughs> but a good grounding, um, <laughs> I guess, you know, good. Yeah, good grounding for sure. But again, like even, even in that environment, it was like another 
kind of like, it's weird, like the progression to launching Temple was over the span of years. It was like little things that were indicators to be like, this is actually where you want to be at. Yeah. And then after, you know, spending time in those sort of roles, I was like, I'm really interested in like e-commerce and, and like direct to consumer brands. And that's where it was like, you know, I've raised money before. I think I know I'll be able to like fundraise for this. I think I know how I'll be able to put a business case forward. And then, yeah, it felt, it felt, it felt like 2020, like the summer of 2020. Um, it was like, Is that when it all started? Yeah. That's when I really took it seriously. And I was like, okay, I think this idea I've been sitting on for like the last five years or so, I think now is a good time to actually think yeah. about bringing it to market. And, you know, serendip- like in, in a serendipitous kind of like way, Adam re- randomly reaches out to me and says, hey, Raph, like, by the way, I'm thinking about building a brand that sounds and looks like this. And I was like, that's crazy. So I'm thinking about the exact same thing. Let's and, do this together. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And from there. It's funny, isn't it? You know, I hear this quite a lot on, on the podcast, you know, the, almost the, the sort of the jigsaw puzzle of various life experiences coming together and as you say that sort of serendipity of this is something that should exist but bringing together the different work experience and and, and skills uh-huh. that, that you've got and I, I just I always love it you know I think it's very easy and we, we could all do this after a few drinks or whatever go, oh, you know what I should I've got this great idea we should you know launch this or launch that and you know the amount of times we've heard that from mates down the pub or family <laughs> or whatever but I love it you know the the, the difference is is obviously someone that's got that kind of mindset of not in there. And I guess it can never be, oh, you know, I know this is going to be a, a, a roaring success and I, I know exactly yeah. what to do, but actually someone that's willing to, to sort of embark on the, on the road to do it with enough, almost, you know, enough knowledge to say, well, I, I can, I can get this started. But I suppose it starts with, you know, trying to identify a need and seeing a, a gap in the market and you, you went for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm I'm quite fortunate as well in the sense of I have a few friends around me who are like run their own businesses as well. So, so you can see it in your in your peer group, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 I think you know getting into a startup really early as well, and having like the founders around me and sort of like you kind of like see what they're doing, and then you you start to realize, oh, actually, like you know, maybe I can do this as well. When you see it from like a really early embryonic stage with somebody yeah. else and what they've done and how they've had to develop to like get it somewhere personally, you kind of realize, oh, I feel, I feel like maybe I can do that as well. And, and, yeah. and w- with that and then with certain friends, it kind of just gave me the the confidence to be like, no, I can, I can, you know, I, I can get something from zero yeah. to one. So why not give it a shot? And it must be also that, you know, we rely on our network to give us guidance and mentorship and you know just if we've got issues along the way and you know say if 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 there's people who are prepared to help and and you're prepared to you know try lots of things and fail but just keep going because you believe in in the idea i guess that that takes us to um where where i saw you i think it was it was this year wasn't it it was yeah yeah so Raphael and adam as i mentioned before um with their brown temple appeared on dragon's den I mean, that obviously that I, I assume that's sort of catapulted the brand. And I mean, it'd be great if you could just tell me a bit about how all that happened. Is there just a, a sort of application process and you, you kind of jump through certain hoops? How, how did it all happen? Yeah. So, so they actually, they, they, they got in contact with us. Oh, did they? Yeah. They, they got in touch with us. I think it was, yeah, it was 2021 because we didn't actually launch the website till 
January of 2021. And then I think the summer of, the summer of 21, we got an email from, from somebody on their team and they were like, Hey, like, you know, we, we've come across Temple. I think it was through Instagram. Right. And they said, you know, we, we think that you guys would be, would be great to come on the show. And it's funny because even one of, one of my, one of our advisors was also saying like, yeah, you, know, you guys should probably consider it. But for me, a big thing is timing. Anything, anything that sort of like gets put in front of us, I always consider timing in it. Yeah. Did it feel too early or too late? Or? It did. It felt too early. It, it felt, it felt too early. And, and yeah, I, I just, I, I just didn't think we had done enough. I didn't think we had done enough. I didn't think we had, you know, really sort of like proven out yeah. enough of our, of our sort of assumptions to be able to go on there and to be able to like stand firm with, with yeah. what it is that we're trying to do. And about, I guess, pure sales as well, you know, selling yeah, enough of the product. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, so there was an application process. We went through all of that and, you know, we we, we got all the way to the point of actually having it scheduled in but, to go up to, uh, to Manchester to record. And the day of, I was still working full-time at, at the time. The day of, when we were meant to catch our train up to Manchester, we got a message to say, oh, guys, you know, apologies, there's been a change in the um, in the schedule, so we'll have to have you come in on another day. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And, but, but do you know what? I, I took that as, that's a sign. Right. I took it as, you know, I, I didn't feel like now was a good time anyway. And, and when that happened, it was, and they were like, oh, do you mind if you come tomorrow instead? I was already like, no, nah, I don't think I can do it. Like I've already told to, to even get out of work today was <laughs> had to come a up with stretch. a cold or yeah, twenty four exactly. hour bug. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, nah, do you know what? Let's just let's just leave it. Just and then it. Yeah, then a year later, the same advisor was like, Have you considered it again? Like, you know, may, maybe you should give it a shot now. And I still felt like it was early, but I was like, Okay, cool. Like, why not? Let's let's give it a shot. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, and, and it was crazy because the day I sent the email to the producer to say, hey, like, are you guys casting again? She was like, wow, like, this is literally the last day that anyone could have got in. Oh, really? Yeah, send your application off. It was meant to be. Get it. Yeah, we'll get it all done and then, you know, we'll, we'll get you guys on. And yeah, we, we went through that process and fast forward, we, we, were, we were recording the episode in, in June in Manchester. So, yeah. yeah, and and I hope it's not a, a spoiler, but... um. As you might tell, Raphael and Adam did really well, and uh, the pitch was fantastic. It piqued my interest, obviously, because of some of the work I'm doing. But um, yeah, it was really impressive. It was obviously interesting to lots of the different draggers in the den. But um, you ended up working with the great Stephen Bartlett. So how, how's all that going? Yeah, it's going well. Like he is a very very busy man. So I can imagine. Uh, I sort of I, I wonder. You know, I guess it's it's not like The Apprentice or any of these shows. You know, people wouldn't imagine that they're kind of sitting with you every day and giving you, you know, yeah. advice twenty four seven. I suppose it's you know it's slightly hands off. And how does it work? You kind of reach out when you need to, or was there regular check ins? Yeah. So actually, like what what's happened is, um, so a little while after the show had aired, so we actually met with him. So we 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 went to his, we met him, his team in in East London. Uh, and we were with him for a long time. I think it must have been about three hours. And yeah. it was really talking about the strategy for 2023 and, and, and the years going forward, but really focusing on like what we're going to do this year. And, and to be honest, that, that, that was enough. It, it was like a really, it was me, Adam, and then, uh, it was Steven, somebody else on his team. I forget his name, but then the wider team was sort of popping in as well. So it really felt like yeah. 
everyone was like aware of what happened at the then. Everyone seemed to be really excited about what we're building. So that was good. And then since then, it's been touch points with other people in the team about what we're doing Got moving you. forward. Yeah. But yeah, like if the, the, we're, we're able to reach out to him whenever, whenever we need, uh, whatever we need help with, we're able to speak to, if not him, we'll speak to his brother. But yeah, it's been, it's been, it's, it's, it's been good so far. Yeah. And, and have you noticed since the airing of the show, has that, has that been a real step change in terms of the brand and sales and, and, and sort of interest in, in what you're doing at Temple? Yeah, definitely. Like January was, was our biggest month. February was also a big month. We're, we're, we're tracking at like a really good rate this month as well in March. So we've definitely seen the uptick. And I think another thing it does is, um, it gives you like more, it's the word I'm looking for. Kind of, I, th- I think it kind of just validates the brand as a whole. Yeah. Even, yeah. even with like, we've had like some retailers getting co- in contact with us. Who, Have you? Yeah. I mean, we've said yes to some of these retailers. So we're, we're still sort of like ironing things out to like formally be able to announce it and stuff. But yeah, yeah, like it, it definitely like validates what you're doing. And I think that the key thing that happened with it as well was just being able to get that message out. I think even in the den, yeah. like, you know, there isn't, you know, there's there's still a lot of education around the differences and between yeah. you know the different needs depending on, on on the pigmentation of your skin. So yeah, that that was another a, key thing. Totally, a, a massive part of it, and obviously, you know, this is a a tiny part of it. But as you say, you know, opening that conversation up and your your mission in the first place of, of more representation, yeah. starting conversations with people, and and that that can only be a a good thing, can't it? So that, you know, yeah. and we see it in all sorts of different movements, whether it's, you know, Me Too or something as well, you know, it's um, the conversations that need to be had, but actually you need those advocates and those people at the forefront who can, who can sort of tell, tell the story from, from lived experience and, um, you know, how great that the, the brand started so well. Look, we'll, we'll come back to talking a bit more about the temple and, and the future for sure. But part of the podcast is to talk about some of your bathroom essentials and some of the, Enough. some of the products. And you, you mentioned growing up in a sort of female d- dominated household. So no doubt there were products all over the place, yeah. but I wonder now, um, in your, in your regime now, Raphael, what kind of, I'm sure Temple features quite heavily, but <laughs> what does your routine look like sort of morning and evening? Are there key, key products for you? How about sort of in, in the morning, what, what are you using? Yeah. So I guess it's, I guess it's quite simple. Um, so for my face, it's simple products. So cleanser, toner, moisturizer, then I follow it up with yep. an SPF. I have. Do you have a certain SPF that you like to use or? Yeah. So I use the La Roche-Posay Invisible Fluids. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Such really, good, really And it's, so, it's nice and light, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. It yeah. doesn't feel greasy. Exactly. Really light, absorbs quickly. No, no white cast is left behind. Application no. is super easy and simple. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I go for on, on that front. Right. And, and worth saying, I think, I think, I think this came up in Drugs then, if I'm not mistaken, but if I also had previous guests on the idea with men of color or, or black skin, it shouldn't need saying, but of course the SPF still needs to be 100% routine, doesn't it? Yeah. 100%. Like, you know, there's, there's this whole message of, oh, you know, we don't need, it's, it's not true. <laughs> We need it, especially yeah. especially if you're going to be using like any 
any products that, that they use specifically when it's addressing a thing, you know, I take the example of hyperpigmentation. Like, yeah, if you want to be able to address your hyperpigmentation that you're using products to help with that, you need to, you, you need to then follow it up with SPF to make sure that you're getting the full benefits of that. Yeah. Otherwise you're, you're pretty much wasting your money. Like you, you you're not really doing anything. So yeah, SPF is 100% crucial mm. part of that routine. And I notice I, I can see Raphael on the, on screen, and unfortunately, you can't, you can't and, and the audio podcast. But um, Rafa's got a, a really good beard. What what <laughs> what are you using? Just beer admiration here. Beard admiration. Um, what um, what do you use on the beard? Are you sort of, uh, sort of clipper wise? You you keep it? Oh, so at a moment, or? at a moment, I'm kind of just like letting it do its thing. I'm just um, yeah. I'm just growing it out. I, growing him out. Yeah, I don't, I don't really use anything on. So I I spritz it in the morning with rose water. Oh wow! Yeah, so, I didn't expect you to say that. I love that. Yeah, just like just just to keep it like you know to stop it from being like dry and 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 funky smelling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, rose, I, I would, you're I would, smelling I would, of rose. I love this. But yeah, like literally yeah. rose water on on the, on the on the bed and the hair as well. So just use that, and then I just use like different oils. So it's like tea tree oil. Yeah, uh, was the other one uh, jojoba oil. Just stuff to keep it like moisturized. Yeah. So yeah, and to help the skin underneath exactly. as well. Yeah. And what about hair, Rafael? What, what? So that's again you got certain products. Super, there? super straightforward. Rose water again, and then in my hair I'll use uh, again tea tree oil to sort of stop any kind of like uh, dryness on the scalp or any kind of itching. Uh, and then you've got coconut oil, and it's pretty much it. It's pretty, like nothing, yeah. nothing too crazy. Aloe vera oil as well. That's really good for, um, for growth. So yeah, I, I kind of like, I buy it separately. Then I mix it into like this, this one bottle I've got with like this nozzle. Oh, okay. Just like put it, apply it directly to my scalp. Put it through. And then, yeah, that's it. And do you end up staying loyal to sort of particular brands in that space or do you sort of try different things? I, there aren't, there aren't any brands that I'm sort of specifically looking at in terms of like what I use for my hair or my bed. Again, like I'm just, for me, it's just like walking to the store and I'm finding like, you know, 100% aloe vera oil, knowing that it's, it's going to yeah, be exactly yeah. what I want it to be. And then I kind of just like mix it up on my own at, at, at home. But it's, it's a space that we're looking at ourselves. Right. Because again, the same way we were looking at this skincare space and we were like, Oh, okay, we don't see that much representation there. It's the same way that when we have conversations with our customers and other men about, oh, what are you using for your hair? We're you using for your beard. Yeah. Again, there seems to be this fragmented yeah. idea of what they're using, what they shouldn't be using. So, you know, it's, it's one of the spaces that we're looking at. Might be some things you can do there. Yeah. And are you? Yeah. Are you a fragrance fan, Raphael? Do you do you have a regular fragrance? You know what? Um, so I'm not, I'm not a fragrance, but I have two friends who are massive yeah. on, on, on this whole fragrance. Um, it tends thing. to, so, if, it, if it sort of gets to people, it tends to get them pretty hard, you know, and then they get really into it. So <laughs> yes, I'm trying to be careful. So actually <laughs> one of my closest friends, he bought me like my first niche fragrance. So he bought me Mancera Instant Crush. Oh yeah. For my birthday. Nice. So Did you like it? That I really like. I do like it. Yeah. I try not to wear it too much because it's like, it kind of feels like it's uh, a special occasion type of fragrance. <laughs> but yeah, like when whenever I wear that, like there's there's a lot of compliments. I really like it myself as well. And then if I'm not using that, I'm using the uh, Givenchy Gentleman. Right. I yeah. got that as a gift That's as a well. Classic. So yes, yeah, so I'm kind of like alternating yeah. between, between the two. And it's, it's um, nice to have a, a variety so that it, 
different a different fragrance for a different different uh, occasion or, or mood or something like that. So yeah, cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you you touched on it anyway, but you know, I was very interested in what's next for the brand because I've no doubt with your ambition and, and the platform you've now got with Temple that the idea would be to expand the product line. And in, in you mentioned your hair care and, and beard. Is is that where you're heading? Is is there anything sort of more concrete in the offing or is it, is it stuff that you're working on through the year? Yeah, I think um, for us, so when, the reason why we called the brand Temple is um, it started with your body is your temple. Yeah, nice. And we just felt like it was a really fitting name, especially with all the other sort of like values and qualities that, that we think comes with, that's associated with with that word temple. So yeah, like the plan is, is to have like a real a head to toe offering of, of products that you right. can use to look up like your your well being, your wellness. So, you know, if we're talking about, you know, the top of the head, we're talking about hair care, we're talking about, you know, skincare products, eventually going into body care, so like body washes, et cetera. So we are we are looking at like a spectrum of different places Great. that we can go into. A lot of it being driven by feedback from our customers. Yeah. So we're constantly asking just having really open dialogue and saying like, look, you know, w- what are the things that you're that you're maybe insecure about. Yeah. Because I think the premise of Temple was really about the insecurities around, you know, having ingrown hairs and what that means for you. Totally. So it's it's about asking like what are some of the other things that are insecurities? For some for some for some guys, there's insecurities around maybe losing their hair. Yeah. So yeah. okay, are there any products that we can introduce to help to sort of like slow that process down or or, or to stop it altogether? So that's that's what's going to lead how we release products moving forward. Yeah. And I think as much as there is a uh, an opportunity in terms of releasing products. I think there's an even bigger opportunity in terms of conversations that can be had. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want to be at the forefront of those conversations. We want to normalize, you know, men speaking openly about um, their self-care practices, what they do for wellness, how they look after themselves. And just because I think I think it has it has this really like this ripple effect. And and not to sort of sit here and be like, oh, we're going to change the world. But I, I genuinely feel like, you know, if you if you feel better about how you look, and, and you're more secure in yourself. I think it has a knock-on effect in terms of how you then treat other people around you. Yeah, and I think that's that's the knock-on effect. You know, you start with yourself. It then means the next two to three people around you, you're 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 a better version of yourself to them. That has a, a, a an impact that resonates with them. They're then you know better to the next two to three people around them. So in, in our little way, we're just like we feel like by helping men feel better about themselves it has a knock-on effect of how they then interact with in in, in other spaces yeah. well, i mean you're preaching to the converted with me but i yeah i absolutely <laughs> endorse what you're saying and, and it's true i think as men we're getting more comfortable with this idea of you know that self-care isn't something that just applies to women or to other people you know uh-huh. they're, they're absolutely and whether yeah. it was something that was sort of accelerated a little bit through through lockdown but this idea about looking after your wellness and your your insides and 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 you know taking time for yourself it, yeah, it's, yeah it's integral and as you say it's in, i think it's a really interesting point that not only is it about maybe making yourself feel more confident or more centered or whatever it might be that actually feeling good about yourself then can can resonate outwards and exactly you know, it's really interesting thing what you're saying about the, you know, the way you interact with other people and and how you are yeah. and yeah I'm, I'm totally here for that. That's amazing. And and with Temple, and and by the way, uh, it's I've, I'll put links to 
obviously the website and the, the socials and some of the products you mentioned, but it's it's temple without the vowels now, isn't it? What, what was that? What, yes. What was that about? <laughs> Get rid of vowels, anti-vowels. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it just takes too long. Get rid of ease. <laughs> so, so, so basically, w- w- what happened was um, w- when we first launched the brand, we had like this really. I can only kind of like describe it in like this really artsy aesthetic to, to the brand. And I realized like when I looked through, because I, I do this thing where like I, I will send out like an email blast to our customers and be like, hey, you know, does anyone want to have a, like a 15 minute chat with me to, to, to find out like what we're doing next oh, do product or Yeah, just to like get their feedback to yeah, really great. start on the pulse as to what we should do next. And when I sort of like, I noticed the trend of the guys that we were attracting to, to, to purchase Temple and, and use the products. And, I, and I, I had a conversation with Adam and I said, I don't think like we're hitting all of the different kinds of men that we want to speak so once, to. Once you started seeing some of who, who these real, real life guys were, you thought it didn't quite connect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like we're going to find ourselves in, in, in a really, like almost in a niche of a so-called niche. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, we need to find a way to still like broaden it out. And and I just felt like we need, I, I spoke to Adam and I said, we need to find a way where the brand can sit at the intersection of say, yes, we're, 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 you know, personal care and grooming company, but I, it needs to be able to sit at the intersection of say sports, fashion, lifestyle, music. And we just felt like, okay, how, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get this brand to feel a bit more punchy and have it yeah. to be able to like, for example, have you know, maybe like a, a Stormzy create content with us and it doesn't feel like yeah. he's having to change who he is yeah. to be our version of Stormzy. It can just be, okay, you're Stormzy and the two brands just like sit together and it just works really well. Yeah. So as, as, as what seems like something being something, you know, trivial of, okay, we took the ease out. It was more just like, no, we need something that feels a bit more punchy, a bit more something that felt a bit more like, Punchy is, is literally the the point that's coming to no, mind. No, I get yeah, as you explained it, obviously, bit different. Yeah, slightly flippant about it, but I, I I I totally agree. And actually, there's a boldness to it now, and yeah, yeah a kind of yeah, a kind of strength. And as fascinating, I think how forward thinking you are, and, and you know, looking into the future in terms of where it could sit in the ambition. But you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, yeah, it does feel very contemporary, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can imagine collaborations with all sorts of people that's really interesting yeah but i think we're well, yeah and, and I, my slight diversion into vowels but um there's a there's a kind of social purpose charitable angle to to temple as well isn't there there's you kind of yeah. give a certain amount because the community side of it and, and charity is important to what you do yeah again again it goes it goes back to the name like you know when when you think of temple and you say you know your body is a temple i think a lot of things can be a temple i think it's kind of like giving you an insight into like the the, the, the bigger and inner thinkings of, of what me and Adam are trying to do there. But it's like, you know, when you point to your mind, you point to your temple. Yeah. Your home can be your temple. You know, the the, the community around you, that can be your temple. Like the world that, that we're all living in, that in ourselves can be your temple. It's like any place where you find peace, any place that you find like, you know, that that tranquility that you can, you can be at ease. So for us, it was like it, Again, and, and, and it was it was us looking at this and saying, okay, cool, there is an opportunity to introduce products, but there is also like a, a social opportunity here as well. Yeah. So for us, it, it, it was like, you know, it's not enough for this to be a business that's, you know, turning over 
touch wood, fingers crossed, like millions, you know, annually. Yeah. It needs to also be a thing that, like, you know, this this message is kind of like going out into our wider community and we are making like positive change in that sense as well. So if it's if it's us donating funds to organizations who will then distribute that to, you know, sub-Saharan African causes, like that's something that we want to do. Mm-hmm. If it's us then sort of setting funds aside to be able to help some people access therapy, that's something that 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 we're doing as well. So yeah. for us it was it was it was just thinking about like what does temple actually mean? Yeah. And and what are the different like what are the different examples of like how this 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 word can have additional meaning yeah. outside of the fact that yeah. we're saying, hey, like, you know, use these products. And I think that's very much in tune anyway with brands that are being developed now. I think as as from from the other side as consumers, we're much more interested in engaged with what the what the purpose is and the provenance and, and all these things. So it, it's great here. It's great to hear. And I think it's also quite, quite smart to look at the, the world beyond just the products on the, on the shelf or, you know, on a, on a website. And, you know, I re I love Mary Portas. I thought she's such a, such an engaging speaker and, you know, like her programs, but, you know, she talks a lot about the, you know, the kindness economy and, you know, having a purpose beyond, mm-hmm. beyond the sort of material products and and yeah it, yeah it brought to mind mind that and it by no means saying it's a it's a cynical thing but i think it's a it's a smart thing and and any brand worth its salt that's coming to the fore and developing at the moment i think customers almost you know they almost expect that it's not just about yeah. profit and commerce that there's exactly. there's more to it i think it you know it makes yeah such a lot of sense the other thing rafael is um i talk a lot on the podcast about skincare and, 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 you know, perceptions from modern men. And, and I guess, you know, you, we talked about niches and niches, <laughs> niches, but, you know, mm-hmm. I wondered if you met any resistance from men of color or, you know, men in general, just about skincare, you know, I've, I've heard it a bit and thankfully hear it a lot less now, you know, well, what's wrong with just soap and water and, you know, a bit of <laughs> old spice or whatever it is, you know, the, the, the old fashioned views and, you know, that what we talked about earlier, you know, yeah. that men should be able to look after themselves and want to be the best versions of themselves and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. But are, have you, yeah, what, what's been your, the reaction to, to your products and, and, you know, your friends or community or, or customers, has there been any sort of pushback at all? I think, um, so <clears throat> something that Adam and I thought, was, so great, great question. And like, a obviously like a very, like a, a very relevant question. And I think, this was something that was at the forefront of, of me and Adam before before we launched, and when we we're even thinking about like what what's the brand going to represent and, and how do we want it to come across. Yeah, and it's the reason why we led with we we have this this I guess you can call it like a strap line self care for the mandem. Yeah, and essentially what we wanted to do was I think with a lot of these brands like we we didn't we didn't want to like come into the space and and kind of like do the whole you know, what, what, what other typical brands do. Like we, we, we really wanted to speak to this audience on their level. Yeah. So be authentic. Yeah. Be authentic. So the yeah. way me and Adam talk, the way we talk to our friends, the way we talk to people like, you know, at football, whatever, that's the language yeah. that we use in our copy. Yeah. yeah. And I think what, what it did, it allowed us to kind of pull that barrier down. <laughs> like it, it does, it doesn't feel alien. It just feels like, oh, okay, you're 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 normalizing it for, yeah. for us. As soon as we started using 
our language and our copy and it came from a really authentic place, it, it helped us. It's not to say that it's completely solved it. There's still loads of work to do. Yeah, of course. But, but what it did was it, it then meant that it was a hook that we could use to draw people in and to get their attention. Yeah, and you're speaking on a level. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And like we've had, we've had, you know, we've had rappers who, who got a hold of our box and, and every time someone sees self-care for the man then there's there's a response yeah. there's an engagement it's a, it's a great strapler yeah and that's that's our opportunity to then be like okay cool we've now connected based yeah. on that instantly we've built that rapport now let us tell you a bit more so that kind of just like it, it, it just helps it, it's definitely helped and i think i think there's there's been a change generally anyway i think this was another thing that kind of like gave me a prompt to be like okay now's the time to start a brand like this is I noticed that more and more guys were speaking openly about their hair. There's kind of been this, this, you know, upsurgence of, of guys growing out their hair. Yeah. More guys yeah. are, you know, getting locks. And I was just paying attention to conversations that were happening, even conversations within my friendship groups. And people openly talking about, oh, I'm doing this and that with my hair. Right. And um, on the back of that, it felt like, oh, actually, there is like, there's a little like, crack where i can see some light coming through to suggest that we are ready to start having these conversations yeah so it's just about like you know putting out that that little feeder of like capturing someone's attention and then building on that little slight intrigue to then be like look by the way this doesn't you know this isn't a knock on your masculinity or wherever yeah. else it may be it's nothing frightening this is just here. us yeah this is just us looking after ourselves like yeah and, and, and we're gonna have to and and yeah, you know, as much as people try to go on like, oh, you know, guys don't like skincare, da, 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 the rest of it. I think the bigger thing is, do guys want to look good? Do guys want to feel good? Yes. So of course. it's simplifying that message and just focusing on that and saying, okay, well, this is one of the things, these are, these are one of the practices that you can do to help sort of like, you know, make that happen. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's, it's so important, you know, that, talk about the strap line, but the, the fact that you've got that authenticity i mean i can imagine the the worst thing in the world would be some big com beauty conglomerate multinational sort of thinking about you know men of color as a as a, a segment and perhaps okay. not you know engaging with that community and getting the the messaging and 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 the the product all wrong you know you could, you could imagine it'd be awful but the, the the fact that it comes from such a it's a it's an issue that you identified and it's a product that you through through your lived experience and yeah it yeah it just feels very genuine so i think as you say that's that's the best way and and what a great way to to disarm any kind of resistance is that you know you're talking in a language that people understand and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel condescending it doesn't feel like top down it's like it's it feels yeah. quite real so i mean yeah it's yeah. obviously working so well man in the mirror is the name of the podcast and and it acts, you know, it's come out very organically in the conversation anyway, but I'm really interested in not just, hey, you know, what products you use in your routines, but I think this idea of what we see when, when we look in the mirror and, you know, uh, the idea of self-image and appearance, you know, it's, it, it does feel like an interesting time for all of that stuff now. And I, I wonder, mm -hmm. how, how old are you, Raphael? If you don't mind me asking. I am 32. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 32 in January. It's still quite a, you know, a young guy. I mean, how do, do you, obviously appearance is important to you. What do you, what do you feel like when you look in the, in the mirror? Are you, are you, are you happy? I mean, I guess it, you can look at it at a number of levels, can't you? Sort of more philosophically, how do you feel about yourself? But also, you know, on a purely kind of appearance level, you, you think 
Are you in a good space with what you see? I think for the most part, yes. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I think for me, it's more, I think about things more in terms of like on a, on a real health level. Yeah. Like as opposed to anything else. I think more holistic think, than that. Yeah. I think, I think the aesthetics, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not too. I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right on that front. I think it's more, I definitely think more about stuff like, you know, the stuff that you can't, you can't see the stuff that you're maybe not, you know, not necessarily like uh, aware of on, on, on the surface. What more the sort of emotional side? Yeah. The emotional side, but even on like a, on a biological okay. level, like, Good. yeah, like I think, I think, I think 2020 was like a, a really interesting year in a sense of like, it was, it, it was almost like this invisible, this invisible enemy that like yeah. was getting into our bodies and was wreaking havoc. It, it it just it just got me thinking about stuff on, on a whole on a whole different level and just and just wanting to like really take my my health a lot more a lot more seriously and like so even even to the extent of like you know what we put into our bodies what we put on our skin just just thinking a, a, around all of that yeah. is is more is more what I think about like when when I when I look in the mirror but you know when I am that's that's if I'm in like a you know my deep, yeah, it's like thinking, deep thinking, thinking mode. <laughs> yeah. If I'm, if I'm just on my, like, what do I see today? It's like, okay, right. We need to, we need to go to the gym. We need to go back <laughs> to the gym, bro. You've been out for a few weeks now. Like you've been back from the holiday for, for a bit now. Like you need to go back, start drinking more water. All these Step it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But also it's the, it must be the perils of, um, having your own skincare business and as soon as you say that to people mm-hmm. you know the first thing they do is kind of check out your face <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like okay, is he a good advert for it and uh, <laughs> i think he is by the way. <laughs> i try i try i even i actually try not to say it like whenever people say oh like what'd you do i, I typically say do you what do you say i, say I just run an, an e-commerce business I just say like I run it on my brand, yeah. Like unless they really push, push, then I'll be like, okay, it's you know this thing, temple, skincare, blah blah blah. Why is that then, Raphael? Um, too long, too complicated. No, nah, do you know what it is? I think I think I don't like to seem as if I'm. It's gonna sound weird. I always don't like to seem as if like I'm bragging. So me saying, oh, I, I just run an online e-commerce. It's kind of me kind of like just playing it down. Yeah, kind of like playing yeah, it down. Yeah, and, and not to suggest yeah. that like I'm hiding this huge massive thing. No, it's just like, I don't know. I, I tend to just be like, oh, you know, what do you do? Oh, you know, run an online e-commerce business. But you strike me as quite a sort of humble, humble guy as well. You know, you don't seem like you're kind of a big yeah, life, you know, brag, bragger. Life, life comes at you really fast. I've definitely had some experiences where, you know, life humbled me. So I think, I think with yeah. those experiences, I'm kind of... Keep it in mind. Yeah, with those experiences, I'm kind yeah. of just like, you know, like life comes at you really fast. You know, there's ups and downs. There's, there's moments where you're on top of the world. There's, there's moments where you feel like, you know, nothing's going your way. So I think just to stay, you know, really sort of like, level-headed and, yeah. and, 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 and humble about it all is, is... I think so. And I I tend to think, you know, it's always better that way to to be humble, but then to surprise people with cool stuff you're doing rather than overplay it and then they go, oh, I thought, yeah, you, yeah, I thought yeah. you'd be better than that. You know, just, just play it down. Yeah, yeah. That is good, yeah, isn't I'd, it? I'd, yeah, I'd much rather it, 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 it be that way. Like, even with the dragons, I did it for the soul. Like, I told... Did you not? No, I told, like, two of my closest friends... And then I just left it. And then even even when it aired, I wasn't I mean, in the country when it aired. So again, I just like, I left it for people to just sort of like 
see something and then it was like and it was like yeah, yeah i know that guy and then you got loads of texts <laughs> going i've seen you at bbc one <laughs> yeah yeah funny <laughs> oh god and and finally Raphael, it's i always like to ask about um happiness and, and i wonder what, what are the things that uh-huh. that make you happy and it, it could be as a, a, a trivial you know material thing or, or something a bit deeper than that um i think Two levels on 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 a on a deeper level. I think the thing that makes me happy is freedom and choice. Right. I think, yeah that 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 was that was the real driver for me in terms of like why I I even wanted to go on this path of entrepreneurship and specifically why I'm looking at like online based. Well, for now it's it's, it's online, but yeah, just like what the sort of freedom freedom for you. Yeah. In, in, yeah, freedom for me in, in your yeah, life. Freedom for yeah. me. Choice for me. But then the knock-on effect is then the, the freedom and choice I'm able to then create potentially for my family and people around me that I really care yeah. about. So, yeah, I think any any time I've been at my happiest, it's, it's been when I've had the freedom to be able to say, I want to do this and I've been able to go and do it. Or I've had a choice of different things that I've been able to to want to wanna go and do. So that's on a deeper level. And then I think more kind of like on just like a, an everyday kind of level, I think. Spending time with friends, family, and laughing. Yeah. Quite simply and plainly, like, yeah. Being with the people that I care about, being able to laugh or being on holiday and just enjoying that moment. Those, those are like, yeah, literally like the, the people that get that. you and, yeah, and you enjoy time. Yeah. 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 Exactly that. Oh, Raphael, thank you so much. Honestly, it's been, thank you. So inspiring to, to hear about you and, and Temple and, 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 more broadly, you know, what what your intentions are for the brand and, and some of the things you want to do in the future. I'm really thrilled that it sounds like it's all going so well and that there might be, you know, physical retail places that people can yep. check out the brand. As I mentioned, I'll put it in the program notes and, and some of the products that you talked about and um, we'll tell the listeners where they can find out more about the brand. But um, thank you so much for spending some time with no, this And um, wish you every success. It's such a such yeah, such a brilliant story, and I've no doubt we're going to see it get bigger and bigger as the years go on. Thank so, you so um, much. Look, take care and thank you so much. Appreciate you. Huge thanks to Raphael for joining me um, a little bit earlier this year. Really enjoyed chatting to him, and I think I always say this, but when I chat to entrepreneurial people on the podcast, I'm just always so full of admiration for the the drive and the resourcefulness, and and you know there's not many of them working at at Temple and they're just sort of making it all happen. I'm so thrilled that it's going so well so far. And um, yeah, great to hear that there's more in the pipeline and it it feels like a brand that can really sort of talk into that space and and, and do such an important job. So yeah, I I hope you took a lot from that as I certainly did. Um, There's more information on Temple Skincare. Uh, Their website is www.temple.com tmpl.care so that's tmpl.care which is c-a-r-e that's the website and on instagram it's tmpl underscore care c-a-r-e so tmpl underscore care you can find out more about temple there my socials are on instagram man in the mirror pod you can find previous guests what's coming up all the good things like that. And I promised at the beginning that there would be a discount code, which I'll, I'll 
put in the the posts and in the in the commentary on the podcast as well so you'll be able to find it there but just in case you don't see it if you go onto the the temple website and put in the discount code man in the mirror so m a n i n t h e m i r o r god it's, it's really hard just to spell that out man in the mirror all one word um if you put that in the discount code you'll get 15% off your order which um, you know, I'm really thankful to Adam and Raphael for for doing that. That's amazing. Um, don't often get that kind of discount code, but that's an incentive to you, the the man in the mirror listeners. So um, yeah, there, there's a discount code that you can check out the range of Temple. I'll be back for more Man in the Mirror next time. Huge thanks to Raphael for joining me, and thanks to you, of course, for listening. And I'll see you next time. Take care. Mm-hmm.